0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to Tales of Esperanto. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's focused on telling fun character stories. Now, what does that mean? Well, we sit down at our desks, pretend to be someone we're not, and then record it all to share with you. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy, second by second, line by line. And the best part of it all is that we have zero idea what will happen next. Our story is being told with a game system you may, or yeah, who we're kidding, you're probably familiar with it, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Now we loosely rely on this system to tell our own stories, independent of the lore and often problematic content that comes with D&D right out of the box. In short, this just means that we use dice to decide what happens next to our characters until we can come up with a better system ourselves. Roll high, maybe you remember something Very important that you read in school. You know, maybe when you were sleeping through that lecture. Roll low. Maybe something is taken from you forever. Let's roll the dice and find out what happens next. Together. Folks, I just wanted to hop in here. I just wanted to hop in here before we get into the thick of things with a little bit of information. You may notice that I refer to Uriel, the Asimar that our players talk to in this episode as they them. You may also notice that Tedward uses the pronouns he, him to refer to this character throughout the episode, and it was not addressed. That is because this character's pronouns are they, them, he, him, and she, her. Remember, all walks of life are welcome in Aspiron, and they all deserve representation on this production, especially those in marginalized communities. If that's not your kind of thing, well, then we're not the kind of show for you. Thanks for your time, and enjoy. Alrighty. So, um, where we last left off, the party had kind of split up. Tedward, Haley and Thurbash had sprinted off in the woods to investigate this sudden airship crash. Um, while they were there, they encountered, firstly, a fire elemental that was trying to actively devour the forest. Um, they dealt with that, and upon investigating this airship crash, they found two things. First, a very angry goat. Um, they shrunk it down to pygmy size, and then Tedward punched it so hard one of its horns fell off. Um, it then morphed into a tiny chess piece, landed on the ground, and left this kind of burning grove to silence. They investigated the inside of the airship and found that there was an individual hiding inside. Um, We, the players and audience, would know them as an Asimar, someone who is born of celestial lineage. Their skin was as dark as charcoal and reminiscent of black marble with all these veins of gold color. Upon their head, they had a fractured halo of this golden light. They quickly tried to cast some magic on our dear adventurers and then fled after it failed, leaving off with Tedward shaking his fist and yelling as this individual ran into the woods because it's not as easy as you think to like, shuffle Tedward's memories any more than the book already has. Um, meanwhile, back at the campsite, Aleya was sleeping in her first true experience in the Dream Realm. Thanks to the diadem, the item that she got from Bayet's shop, it has kind of connected her a little bit more strongly with this realm of dream. She went on a quick visit home and then investigate, when she returned back to the campsite in the dream realm, she investigated the site of the airship crash and learns a little bit more about this aasimar than the rest of the party did. We finished off that session with alaya Rocketing back through the dream realm like someone's pulling her via rope by the waist, and she suddenly awakens to Rose shaking her. Alea, come on, get up! Alea, you got it! And then punch as Alea flails, suddenly awoken, um, and knocks Rose down on her butt. Alea, what would you like to do?
1: Um, I'm getting up as fast as possible kind of a quick glance up to where the turtle is, and then I am darting off into the woods screaming, we gotta save them, they're in trouble, they're in trouble. And then so I'm going off, I'm just saying, I'm going off into the woods.
0: <laughs> okay, um, roll me an athletics check really quick.
1: Okay, 12.
0: With that, I'm gonna say it takes you, you sprint off into the woods just fine. Um, you have traveled this path on the realm of dreams, so you're very aware of how to get to the party as quickly as possible. Unlike the path that they traveled, which was very meandering. Um, Rose quickly gets up. Um, you see her raise her hand and the, the black metal hammer that she carries with her lifts up on the ground and flies into her grasp. And to follow behind you, she sprints off into the woods, leaving her elemental companion behind. The two of you are sprinting through the woods, kind of slamming through branches and leaves and bushes as you're just panically running towards where you remember your party members being. Now, could you roll me a survival check? I think. Or any check you would want you think could work here to figure out how to navigate to them a little better.
1: Uh, yeah, survival works, I think. Natural 20, 23.
0: Damn, okay. So you remember the path very well. And this is where things are gonna get a little interesting. So. While you're sprinting closer and closer to the um, what you can now kind of see is this kind of smoldering clearing in the woods by a river. Um, wow, I rolled a natural 20. As you come up and burst through the tree line, you see this small creek kind of winding ahead of you, basically towards where you remember the airship crashing. And at first, you don't notice anything. Um, looking at the stream, it's quiet. Um, what's your passive perception?
1: Uh, 15.
0: Wow, that's really high. That's a very high passive perception. Um, so, looking at the river, you're you're looking around for your companions, listening, kind of popping around. Um, and the first thing that catches your eye is on the ground. You notice that the ground at the, um, right at the edge of this creek, the grass, the bushes are the tall grass is flattened and disturbed a little, and on the ground you can see a large cork just sitting there in the grass, just across the stream, which is maybe about 10, 15 feet across.
1: A cork.
0: A cork. Yeah. Probably about two inches long. I,
1: let, wait, like a, like a, like a, like a bottle cork type of thing.
0: Yeah, like the the one that goes in a bottle.
1: Okay, uh, I'm gonna go over to it. Is it suspicious looking? Is it a suspicious cork?
0: Um, so you traverse across the stream, um, and you reach down to grab the cork. As this happens, Rose finally catching up to you, burst through the tree line. Alea, are you all right? Um, what are we? Why are we running again?
1: The the, 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 they're in danger. We gotta, we gotta save them. What, what is, what, what is this? And I'm looking at the thing in my hand.
0: Um, you pick up the cork and first you don't notice anything quite odd about it. One thing that does catch your eye immediately is that it, it's soft and like wet, like spongy, like it's absorbed a lot of water. And as you stand up holding this cork, you look into the tree line and immediately notice a silhouette of a person standing there just looking right at you. You recognize them. This is the person you met in the realm of dream. Well, their material form.
1: Ah, you, wait. Shh, 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 Please shh, tell shh, me you didn't shh, hurt my friends. Oh my God, did you kill them? Oh my, oh, what do they look like? Oh, oh, I.
0: Oh, no. Um. They, so they looked like the Aasimar you saw before and Rose goes, Aleia, who the heck, who are you talking to? She can't really see them at the moment because they're in, in the bushes in the tree line in the shadow of a tree.
1: I'm in the creek, right? Or across the creek.
0: You've kind of like quickly waded across. Um, You can, I'd say you can place yourself where you want to be. We didn't roll for it. So the creek creek is obviously not that deep. At most, your boots are wet. (laughs) What
1: is their facial expression?
0: Um, Right now, worry. Like their brows furrowed and they're looking from between you and Rose and they have their hand up to their mouth like they're making a shush motion. Is he going to
1: kill us? I'm saying that kind of loud, kind of not loud. Kind of over my shoulder, even though I know probably Rose can't hear me.
0: Um, the person looks- you see them look to you and look to Rose and then nod their head no.
1: Is it an honest nod?
0: (laughs) Roll me an insight, Jared.
1: (laughs) We have a suspicious quirk and a not so honest nod. Oh, shut the heck up! I got a 20! 23! Natural 20! What?!
0: Oh my god. Um... It seems very honest. Okay but you can tell they're intentionally trying to hide and be quiet.
1: Okay, I'm gonna motion for Rose to to come over, being cautious, I'm gonna try to be sneaky as I make my way over to the person.
0: Okay, you cautiously make your way over, and you can see that their entire body language is guarded. Rose wades across the stream to follow, and do you point out this person to her? She hasn't even noticed them yet. Yes. Okay. Um, as you do, you what do you do to get to let her know?
1: Just kind of a not-so-subtle nod.
0: As you do this, Rose kind of takes a, a better look. Oh, hi there. Are, are you all right? Did you go into the tree line, or did you just kind of make your way up to it?
1: Are they, wait, where are they in relation to the tree line?
0: And they're further in, like hiding in the shadow of a tree.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm making my way over to them.
0: Okay. Um, you make your way through the bushes and walk up to this person. They're very finely dressed, though their clothes are scorched. Um, you can probably tell from the heat of the fire that you noticed from the dream realm. And they look to you and go, "Someone may be pursuing me. How did how did you find me?"
1: <laughs> the only thing that just came to my head is that Timmy Turner voice, where he's just like, "Internet." No, no, no. Intuition. Did you kill my friends?
2: Your
0: your friends? Who who are your friends?
1: Well. There's a group of three of them. You said you were gonna kill some people who were responsible and then they came into the clearing and then I got whipped back and then I almost punched my friend Rose over here. Rose, say hi, say hi. This is all like-
0: <laughs> She's behind you waving kind of like sheepishly.
1: I'm going to look expectantly at, at him without giving any more information. That's it, that's all I gets.
0: They look you up and down. Um, those people that arrived at my ship, they are your allies, yes?
1: Did they do something?
0: <laughs> um. This person looks over their shoulder um, and then looks back to you. They terminated the creature that was powering my engine and hmm. killed my favorite goat.
1: I see, yes, we're allies, But I don't think they knew that if they got to know you, I'm sure it would be okay.
0: And at that moment, we cut to the three of you (laughs) sprinting through the forest hot on the trail of um, this individual that knocked you all out. I'm on all fours. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, of course, in front of the pact because he's just barreling down. Mm -hmm. And you two are just following. So... Tedward, are you trying to follow him specifically, or are you just trying to? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, okay. Roll what me. I think a... I'm doing just running a nice brisk 5k in the afternoon Five on all fours. Yeah, okay. So roll me in um, whatever kind of check you think will help. Could be survival, oh investigation, perception. Probably survival. Yeah, twelve. Okay, that's more than enough. Um, because granted, they're not very far from where you were. You dart into the the woodlands. And looking around through these kind of winding grove of hickory trees, you see that it looks like a a piece of fabric has been caught on a branch and you quickly grab it and recognize it immediately. And you can see that there's not necessarily a path, but bits of foliage that have been pushed back and clearly been disturbed where this person is going. Almost like you hunting a cow that has gotten loose from the field into the woods, you know the path you can see where they've gone. I mean, I put balloons
3: on my cows, so I don't even have to do that. I would, that's not an apt metaphor. <laughs> okay. What's a, all right, what's a good apt Tedward metaphor then? If one of my newts got loose, they're a little bit harder
0: to find. Okay, all right. Um, so like a, an escaped newt, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you you chase them, um, follow their trail through the, um, the hickory grove. You follow the newt flute. <laughs> <laughs> you um, make your way through the woodlands until you come up on the same stream that you left before, that you remember crossing with you and your friends. And you see Rose and the back of this individual maybe about 100 feet out. And you can also see Elias standing there with them. How would you like to approach the situation? Is he within range of like a flying tackle? Um, he's about 100 feet away from you if you were sneaky. That's too far. I'm just going to run at him and scream. That's my <laughs> it's my M.O.
4: Oh, no. All right, what does Hayley and Thurbash do? Thurbash is probably trailing, because unlike uh, Mr. Brute Strength and Mr. Runs for a Living, he's not very good at running. So he's probably at the very back of the pack, at least, and probably not very, uh, we're going to say not very energized right now.
0: Okay, um, so you kind of pull up on Tedward, who has stopped for a brief moment to assess the situation. Haley, what about you?
5: Haley feeling fairly good about uh, himself, but not so good with the situation. Will kind of be like trailing behind, trying to just get in there. Like, do we? Why do we? Why are we fighting? What? What? What happened? Why? Why is this person evil? And just kind of bringing up the rear.
0: I rolled very low. <laughs> they, they did not hear that. RP this out, guys, if you'd like to. Okay, where, where,
4: where are we running? Who's
3: what? that? Dir- who's that question directed to?
4: Probably you, because.
3: I mean, are you even within within range? Yeah, I'm running.
4: I'm just slow, slowly behind you.
3: Um, I don't think Tedward would be in like a speaking mood right now. I think I would be
0: like <laughs> <laughs> kind of foaming. Okay, so as this occurs, you you ask this question, and Timber just takes off, um, sprinting through the tree line. I rolled really low on my perception check. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Alea, as you're saying this, you know, they're my friends. They're, they, they should be fine. You see a shadow moving behind this individual. They're so, like... They look. This person looks so wrecked and distraught already, they don't seem to notice what's ha- about to happen as Tedward suddenly leaps from the tree line in a flying tackle. What do you do? Tedward, if you want to try and grapple him, roll me an athletics check.
3: It's not really a grapple-type situation. It's more like a, I tuck my
0: knees under and make a human cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that's a deck save with disadvantage because they didn't know you were coming. Oh, five! Mm. Plus zero, all right. Um, Alea, as these words are leaving you ma- your mouth, um, you see a silhouette come barreling through the forest, loud, this person doesn't notice, and it bursts from the tree line and Tedward in cannonball shape. You're within like five feet of this aasimar. What do you do?
1: I mean, I'm gonna get, get out of the way of the, the, the damage that's about to happen
0: okay you you leap to the side um because you can see it coming i'm not going to make you roll for it and tedward you crack right into the back of this person can you roll me 2d6 that's a four and a three okay um with seven damage let me just double check their health here they were very injured from that explosion
4: (laughs) he murders him with a
0: cannonball. dying Um,
1: (laughs) please don't kill him (laughs) (laughs)
0: Amy's <laughs> like please I, don't we do not want the, this person I, to be our enemy
1: i just vouched for you guys too
3: gonna recover from the role by somersaulting away like a droid cut from star wars and then um, wow. unfolding
0: <laughs> okay with seven damage you don't quite deal a crazy amount of damage to them um but you slam into them and they tumble forward and tedward you're basically sitting on top of them in this exact moment and rose goes what the hell um tedward what are you doing and as she's saying this um tedward you feel a punch lock into your jaw and you take only one point of damage as this person clearly didn't see this coming are you raging no i think i'm more
3: surprised than angry at one point of damage it's like you threw a pickle at me.
0: <laughs> okay, so at this point, here's how we're going to set the scene. Alea, you have rolled out of the way and you see Tedward and this aasimar just kind of rolling on the ground, struggling against each other like a Looney Tunes cartoon as Haley and Thurbash, wind knocked out of them, come her like bursting through the tree line and you are all kind of sitting in this very small, open patch in the middle of this hickory forest. Um, uh, Rose goes... Oh, Alea, help me rip him apart.
1: I will do just that. And I'm going to take my quarterstaff shovel. I'm going to be like, uh, 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 uh. Tedward.
3: You have a spray bottle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, wait. Can if he can and I have a spray bottle because I'm a florist type person?
0: That's kind of funny. I love it, yes.
1: Okay, I changed my <laughs> mind. I'm using that. <laughs>
0: Hey, what the what the heck here? Ow, ow,
3: ow. <laughs> trying to kill a guy. Is this enough to separate you two? Or separate you from tedward has been pretty well trained. The spray bottle comes out and he just the even if he was raging he would stop. <laughs> 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 Come
0: on. Does that mean his parents spray bottled him when he was a kid? I'm not gonna confirm <laughs> or deny that.
3: <laughs> Check the book.
0: Yeah, so you start spraying him me. he's <laughs> gets up and spreads out and the Asimar rolls backwards and reaches down into their satchel and procures the hilt of a sword and points it at you, Tedward, which is weird because there's no blade. And they say, all right, I want questions answered. Who the hell are you? Why did you find my ship so fast in the middle of nowhere? Who sold you that sword? The guy who sells bags of holding? you you see their, their their expression hardens a little and you watch a blade of fiery pu- pure fiery light erupts from the blade and it's the the length of a long sword it's the heat is hovering right in front of your nose uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, spray bottle spray
0: bottle <laughs> sit hey, down. Hey, hey, wow. you're, this you're- tense standoff is punctuated by Alea spraying the bottle and it's hitting this blade and going tss, 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 and it's like steaming
1: we can't talk if there are blades of fire. Damn, I'm a poet. Oh, someone write <laughs> Where's your book, Tedward? Where's your book?
0: It only writes what I do. <laughs> right now, I'm getting sprayed. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a persuasion check. Uh... Yeah.
0: You're probably going to be turned
3: into like a Blastoise by the book that's like knocking me around with jets of water because this
0: is not good enough to make.
1: I got 13.
0: Okay, 13 is enough. Um, This person lowers their sword and takes a step back. I don't want conflict. My ship was attacked. And these three showed up to the crash site not very long after I was done salvaging all my goods. And then they killed my sheep. It was (laughs) a goat.
3: Apparently you weren't close if you didn't even know what species it was.
4: <laughs> you set the forest on fire? We were following a giant flaming fireball. Also, how is that a ship? Um, that's not really the point. We were just trying to prevent the forest from turning into a smoldering ruin. And, and your sheep attacked us, really. A goat, ram, that thing, that fired electricity.
0: Yes, my. They look at you, Tedward. Sheep.
4: Anywho, we uh, are just trying to put out the fire, and and really, you know, that it's really dangerous to have somehow floating boats of fl- I don't understand anything that happened, but that's all we were trying. We weren't trying to kill you, not not really.
0: Not at that stage.
4: Well, we weren't.
0: Okay. Yes, when my ship crashed, the magman that I had kept a very strenuous contract with that fueled my ship was released into the woods and went on maybe a drug-fueled rage. Um, Thank you for dealing with that. Do you still have the um, totem, or was that left behind?
4: Uh, Well, everything happened very quickly, and... You and your little demon of flame ended up in the river along with me. Or not you, but me and the demon of flame ended up in the
0: river. No, I don't have it. <laughs> okay. One down. Um, They look back to you, Alea, and go, Can I have that cork? Don't give it to him. As you say this, Tedward, you suddenly get hit in the face with a torrent of water. Um, From the and- bottle. <laughs> Well, first you think, oh, it's the stupid spray bottle. Okay. And as you're thinking this, you realize you're lifted off the ground. Um, can I have an athletics check? Okay. That's a... Oh, that's a six. Ooh, okay. You lift off the ground as you see from this gourd on their back, a creature made of water has slinked out of it and just grabbed you and is lifting you off the ground. And the person's like, oh, crap. Cork, cork, cork. I start drinking.
1: Uh, uh, I throw it at him.
0: <laughs> um, they catch the cork and quickly spin around and throw a cap on it. Just going to roll a tiny bit of damage for Tedward because you are drinking a creature. <gasps> you take one point of um, necrotic damage as you swallow a bit of this water, and it just feels wrong on your insides. You can feel it moving for a little bit as it makes its way down.
3: I'm curious. At that rate of exchange, can I assume I did one point of damage to him?
0: <laughs> yes.
3: Could I kill it? That's fine. <laughs> Could I kill it
0: that way? Maybe, I. You'd have to find out. I think um, I have 32 HP and all. But it, <laughs> as this happens, you you um you swallow down and you watch as this person corks up the um this gourd on their back, and you can see that there's like inked lines all over it. You don't understand exactly what they represent, but they light with kind of this um, cyan glow as the water that is suddenly like lifting you off the ground and encapsulating you, trying to drown you, just suddenly becomes unanimated and splashes on the ground. Okay, before this gets any more rowdy, first I apologize for that. And they point to you, Thurbash. First, my ship is pseudo-held aloft by a... loose employment of elementals. They point to the gourd. The water keeps the ship cool, stops the magman from losing his mind, and the air... Oh no, the air elemental. And they like looking up into the, the tree line above. The air elemental keeps the ship aloft. The other two work together to keep propulsion going. You didn't happen to find a very angry breeze, did you?
5: What? How would how would we find an angry breeze? Did it hurt you? Eh, fair point.
4: No,
1: I. They only ask where the angry breeze is. They don't ask how the
0: angry breeze is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. sorry. Does has anyone seen it? No, I haven't. Sorry. No.
4: No, not not that I remember. Like I said, everything happened very very quickly.
3: Wait, wasn't, didn't the angry breeze come out from underneath the, like, the fabric? That was the goat, I thought. Or was that the goat? That was, was the goat. The, that was the goat. Oh, it
0: is a goat. You just said goat. <laughs> hey, shit, shit. <laughs> You've caught me. The elaborate ruse is over. Yes, it was an angry goat. The episode was called The Goat of Terror. I think that, let's just say, let's chalk it up as this Aasimar was calling it a sheep just for spite.
3: I think he's just not... He doesn't understand the taxonomy of mortal animals. Spends too much time in other dimensions.
0: Okay, all of you are clearly telling the truth. Otherwise, this would be... It, it is. It's a very weird coincidence. You didn't see anyone or anything up in the sky, aside from me, did you?
4: Well, like I said, your your ship was... Is it a ship? I still don't understand. The giant flaming boat was the thing that we saw okay and then and then of course all the you know your your demon of fire your sheep of electricity and now the the puddle the angry puddle
0: um no okay so you must you saw the ship after it was attacked they they just kind of like sit down on the ground and at this point you can tell that their breathing is heavy they have been fucking heavily injured from this crash. Just for a peek behind the screen, um, at one point I rolled 16d8 to see how much damage they took from the just the impact of the ship hitting the ground.
5: So you're saying this is our chance?
0: <laughs> oh no. Oh no.
1: Uh, <laughs> do you need some help?
0: I am a bit tired. This form is growing very weak.
1: Will the other form come out? I look scared.
0: <laughs> I just look at her. Okay. Okay. Does anyone question this? Oh yeah. How do you know them?
1: I met them in a dream.
0: <laughs> as, you're, as you, as you, say I met them in a dream. You watch their eyes kind of flare a little bit big and panicked, and gently, very subtly, nod their head no.
1: Okay. I'm. I'm just gonna use healing words on them anyway.
0: Does okay. Haley notice this? Roll me a perception check. All right, let's use... I gotta roll stealth.
1: Elaine's just afraid that if she, if she brings it up even more, it's gonna come out and she's gonna freak out.
0: Would you roll? Uh, well, one. No, I didn't notice. Ooh, anyone else? Uh, yeah. What, what do I need to roll? Um, perception.
4: Oh, that's a two.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say that you don't get anything specifically because they're at this point, their back is kind of facing you because you got tackled and slammed to the ground, and they have like a group of each of you on their side. But when they're looking at Leia, you can't see anything. But, Leia, do you, is there any uh, noticeable expression change? Do you think?
1: Um, I mean, it's gonna be kind of like an expression where it's like, (gasps) oh, yeah, 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 okay, (laughs) like it's like a. Like a okay, I got you. Like she's
0: not okay. subtle. She's <laughs> <Okay>. not subtle. Haley, <laughs> you do notice a, a Leia visibly change. You don't notice anything from this individual.
5: So um, I'm just gonna let it go. Well, the one I I, I failed. I, I don't know this. I don't know. Okay.
0: Um. So roll your healing word if you'd like to help them out.
1: I do. A four. You said. Yep.
0: Plus, what's your spell casting ability modifier?
1: Oh well, I just rolled it and rolled twenty. Does that include this spell cast Oh, modifier? does it?
0: It does. Wow, you rolled a 1 plus 3. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, so they heal up 4 hit points, which basically I'm putting a band-aid on it. <laughs> it, it mostly undoes some of the damage that Tedward did with that flying tackle. Um, as you say this, you watch a cut heal on their like a cut, a scrape from one of the like a rock on the ground, seal up. And they go, thank you for that. Got you. Okay. So just to Get everything in order here. You are travelers, and you just happened to see my ship go down. Just happened? Yeah.
3: You, you act like it's not a giant flaming airship in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we are
0: also in the middle of nowhere. Touché.
4: But, yeah, yes, that's that's pretty much what had occurred.
0: Nothing. Hmm.
4: We were uh very, um... Preoccupied, setting up camp, getting getting ready for for the night, and um, weren't expecting a giant flaming ball from the sky. To be honest,
0: well, neither neither was I. Um, I was heading to. Mike pulls up his nose. Boop, 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 boop. I was transporting some goods, river Suddenly, my ship was filled with. A golden light, there was an explosion, and I went sailing to the ground. Golden
3: light. Oh boy. Did my book wreck an airship just to give me an adventure?
0: <laughs> Roll me an inside check.
3: <laughs>
4: you see you
3: see a vein throbbing <laughs> in Tedward's head as he suddenly goes very still.
0: Um that's a sixteen. You distinct the, the words suddenly creep into your head. Well, I think it was foreboding. Adventure awaits on the horizon. You turned it into a poop joke, but Haley he- he- specifically read it from the book right before this ship came sailing into view. <laughs> Tedward says out loud, and I'm gonna
3: keep that to myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, adventurers, and welcome to the midroll. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Twitter at Tales of Asperon. That's A-S-P-E-R-R-A-N. You could also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. A kind word goes a very long way for indie creators, and you get to make someone's day, which is always nice to do. Just a reminder, if you want to name an NPC, you can do so on our website at www.toapodcast.com. This week, I'd like to give a shout-out to a great show called Dimension Door. We've talked about them before, but they have something really new and exciting coming around the corner.
2: Do you like being scared? Do you enjoy things that creep around in the dark? So do we. Here at Dimension Door, we are simply mad about Halloween. And this All Hallows Eve, we are launching our new fright-filled podcast, Severed Fate. Join me, Amanda, as I run Pathfinder's classic horror adventure path, Carrion Crown, for a party of half-vampire, half-siblings as they travel, play music, and strive to unravel the mystery of Harrowstone Prison, lest the mystery should first unravel them. Mwahahahaha! If you are brave enough, my lovely Darklings, turn your ear towards our ghastly adventures and bind your fate to ours. You shall not regret it. Until then, may your nightmares be sweet.
0: All right. Let's get back to the show.
3: Tedward says out loud, and I'm going to keep that to myself. (laughs) Is it loud
0: enough to hear? I don't know. People start rolling someday. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, everyone roll if they want to see if they notice it. That
4: is a... Uh, why am I only getting ones? It's a 19. Oh, hey, Le, only ones. <laughs> I just, it's 21, you can hear my blood type.
1: Is it a perception roll?
5: Yeah. yeah.
1: I got a 9. Wait, All right,
5: okay. I can get something other than 1, so I just got a
0: 1. Time for me to roll. Whoa! I'm gonna say, Thurbash, you hear this first off, and it, you guys don't notice any visible change in this particular individual.
4: I'm just gonna slowly t- is is Tedward in front of me, or is he to the side
0: of me, or or I'd what? I'd say the side, I guess.
4: Okay, That's I'm fine. gonna slowly yeah. turn towards him and just like give him like a, just cock my head slightly. Because I don't know anything about the book doing this. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Sorry, what was that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. If you're sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we have no idea. Look at the time. I guess it's time for us to go. I really hope you do very well in your journey. Good luck trying to find your invisible breezy friend. Goodbye.
0: Wait, where are we going?
4: Uh, it doesn't really matter. We need to set up camp. Look, it's so late.
0: By the way, it is early morning. <laughs>
4: uh, I mean, early. Whatever. It, we need We need rest. Oh, we've been fighting all night. <laughs> Wait.
5: Where's Igni, by the way?
0: Um. As usual, every time you kind of disperse a situation, Igni dematerializes.
5: Okay. Are you
4: tired there,
1: Bash?
0: I am exhausted. We should really rest
4: and maybe even I don't know, rest on the boat. We've still got a lot of travel. Don't we Rose?
0: Rose goes yeah, we um look, um What's your name? And she's looking at this person, um, this Asimar, and they go My name is and you see like a brief moment. Apologies, I'm trying to translate it into this tongue. It's a hell of a name. <laughs> you see a smile kind of crawl across their face. Arunya.
4: Say that again.
0: Erunya. Erunia. Now here's a question, Alea, Did you ever learn this person's name?
1: I don't think I did. Did I? No, can I did not
0: Can you roll me a perception check?
1: 18? Oh
0: okay. Okay. Um, as this is said, Erunia. Alea, you feel that presence again, the same exact one you encountered on the plane of dream. And you just feel a thought enter your mind. You're real.
1: I'm going to get a shiver down my spine. I didn't like that. Something from the plane of dreams talking to me when I'm awake. Okay. Uh, Ghibli
3: shiver.
0: You guys know Yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but
1: why did it lie, though?
0: Well, you know for a fact that it lied. Nobody else here did. No one has also no one has rolled any insight checks on this be, individual, which it could be I innocent. Love. If
3: he's like a supernatural being, his actual name might just be like the screeching of a flaming cosmic whale or something. He might just be like you know, oh my name's Chuck. Maybe it's not a lie. Maybe it's merciful that we don't know his real name.
1: I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold on to the information.
0: Okay. Um, this person, as they say their name, where where are all of you traveling?
4: We are traveling very far. We south, right? Like southeast. Um, we are traveling south west <laughs> towards a random destination that we have yet to decide. We're we're a little uh, we're road tripping.
0: Roll me a deception Jack. Woot woot! That is a nineteen. It's a fifteen oh, plus wow. four. Um. They, this person looks at you and their eyes narrow Southwest you'd say. Yeah. What for?
4: Oh, um, I am just a a fan of all things tree and I have never seen the trees of the Southwest. And I've always died to view the trees of the Southwest because that is where we're going. Southwest.
1: I'm in the background the entire time just like like putting my like hand to my like neck and just be like nope cut it cut it up cut
4: it up. I don't understand what you're doing,
0: but we're going southwest.
5: Haley is visibly confused.
0: Haley, roll me a perception check. All right. I think I think you would be the one person who might notice some things about this individual that nobody else would.
5: Uh overall twenty. Wow. Okay. Not a natural
0: one. That's fine. That's fine. Good good day for those, huh? Yeah, all those natural ones have culminated into this moment. (laughs) Looking over this individual, first things first, you know what kind of, what race they are. You know they are an Asimar just by looking at them. You've read that Asamar tend to have otherworldly looks about them. Some look like they're carved from stone. Like, like almost like you're looking at a statue. Like, if they didn't move, you would think they were a statue. Others look like they're carved from metals, or you've even seen illustrations of one that their entire body looked like it was made of gold leaf. One thing that you do catch immediately is that half-charred on the sleeve of the black armor they're wearing, you can see a sigil, which you absolutely recognize. It's a sigil of the Heralds of Misery which Miseri is the goddess of healing, light, and life. She hails from, or at least her following hails from the city of first light, way, 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 way up north. You've read about this. Mm-hmm. And this individual, something, you remember reading a story about an Asimar. Hmm. Though the scroll on which it was written was the oldest scroll you've ever seen in your entire life. Would you like to tell me what the story of this person was? Maybe. What I can tell you is that they are immensely old. Serve the goddess of Misery.
5: I'm going to say Haley's memory isn't the best, but the general gist of the story, what he can remember is that this being came to Esperon on a mission from uh, the goddess to you spread her word by healing those who were in need, but was side railed by something, and from there I cannot remember.
0: Haley can I remember. Uh, this is this is spooky because you <laughs> you literally just hit the nail on the head. Um you do so yeah, that's that's the story that comes to your mind. And one thing I will give you because you've spent your entire life reading stories and history. You know their name was not Arunia but you know their title, The Last Bastion, which roughly translated from celestial, um, in its root language, it represents protector and warrior. But the the part that sets it out the most is that just this person, they look exactly like they were described in the scroll, which is easily a thousand years old.
5: All right, Uh, uh, Haley would, Damn it, I don't want to. This isn't what I want to do. Anyway, Haley would immediately try to snap his paws, but I don't think I don't think they can do that.
0: I think um, you can. You can. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to.
5: And then being confident but not positive, just start talking like just throw out there. What do you know about
0: bastions? <laughs> 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 On the subject. <laughs> That um, Alea, that presence that you felt around you suddenly withdraws, and hey lay, this person looks at you they they are usually the the fortifications that are built around a castle that what, what are we talking about here?
5: Does the phrase "the last bastion mean anything to you?
0: um everyone here can roll me in a religion jack if you'd like. Tedward thinks he's the last bastion I've th- I th-
3: got <laughs> a crit fail. <laughs> Eighteen. Seventeen. Eight.
0: Eighteen. You hit my DC. Aha! Sunk my battleship.
5: You bastard.
0: And this is maybe be maybe because you live so close to First Light. The title, The Last Bastion, is given to a, a person from legend, at least in the founding of First Light. The Last Bastion is the title given to the only remaining angel from the creation of the world. I have a lot of questions for this guy. <sighs> How tall is God?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Can I take him?
1: I'm gonna look at him suspiciously with suspicious eyes.
0: Okay. What do your suspicious eyes look like?
1: (laughs) I'm I'm kind of like leaning forward with this like kind of squinting at him like trying to feel up what what he's about. You're
5: trying to feel him up?
1: No, not <laughs> my eyes. He is. That sounds wrong. That
0: still sounds, so, so <laughs> sounds wrong. That still <laughs> sounds wrong. <laughs>
1: um, does he look like he changed from his demeanor changed?
0: It looks like he works out. <laughs> <laughs> demeanor, not entirely, though they do look. One thing I will say is that you've noticed that their hand has been slowly moving towards the hilt of the sword that they have that they had refastened to their belt. I don't know much. That phrase sounds odd. Is there a well, famous only, castle around here or something?
5: Well, I only ask because I feel that we would each need to help whomever the last bastion may be. That's at least how I feel. I don't know how the others would, but.
0: This person looks towards you, Alea, immediately and goes, can your allies be trusted? Was that psychic or is that out loud? No, that's that's um, out loud. <laughs> how long put...
1: have I known? I'm going to say yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as long as that spray bottle doesn't run out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the spray bottle comes out, Ted, Ted will tell you anything to put to get it put away.
1: I'm, um, um, yeah, nodding, saying yes. Except, do we really know Rose? But Alaya is not suspicious. She's very trusting. So, yes.
0: I cannot speak my true name to you. And I do not mean that figuratively. I physically cannot speak it to you. I was traveling north, seeking out something very, very dangerous. And they look to you as they say this. Um, your companion was carrying a black crystal with her in her bag.
4: Oh, that. Yeah, about that. We already, um, well, we, we started. I, I know, I think we finished. We, we took care of it.
0: <laughs> Where? There was more of that crystal oh yeah, how much you t- clearly see panic on their face uh, uh it's no, not, not even hidden fit inside an adult aspen tree
4: a very large uh adult aspen or, or birch tree and a dragon um, you know, a small colony of cobalt that lived around it, mm-hmm. it cobalt
0: dudes um, fingernails <laughs> yeah. Eat, can each of you roll me a quick perception check? <laughs> Got a four. Nope. I'm lacking a four. Oh, Actual
1: 20! 25! 20, oh <laughs> Jesus yeah.
4: Christ, what are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> roll 20 just loves me right now. This I don't witch.
0: know. I have a six. And Hale? Nine. Nine. Okay, Ale, you're the only person that feels that presence on you again from the Dream Realm, the familiar one. And it immediately withdraws. None of you are infected. That is good. What happened to the crystal that you found?
4: Um, you, you took. Uh, it. okay,
3: I. No, uh, no, the
0: root, the root of it.
4: Oh, uh. What crystal uh, are we talking
3: about? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we, I guess we left that behind because I didn't know it had a root.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna. I, you that. said I, there was a lot of it up. No, where oh, there yeah. was a lot of it. Oh yeah. I will Luke. trust. Hey, I don't
4: know what a bastion is, to be honest, but I, I, I assume that if, if Hele trusts you well enough that you are all, all right. Um, oh, this is very difficult for Thurbash <laughs> because he is admitting something that he's kept a secret for a very long time.
0: Ooh, juicy.
4: Um. Oh, I remember this.
1: Spill the tea. <laughs>
4: I performed a religious sanction and using blessings from uh, my my lord, I uh, cleared away the, the cancerous um, possession of the tree uh, uh, shortly after we had uh, killed the uh, dragon inhabitant.
1: Go. That's good! Good job! See,
4: it's gone. Right?
0: Right? Who is your oh. lord?
4: Oh, uh, that is a very difficult question to answer. <laughs> uh, have you heard of the Great One? The tree that reaches the heavens?
0: You see a look. Their brow furrows a little.
4: Uh, he is, um... I I do not know his true name to be honest. Um, he he's very protective of of uh, the the thousand branches where I hail from. Uh,
0: they they nod in recognition, which is confusing to you.
4: That's good, I guess. Anywho, yes. Um, <laughs> with with his help and uh, with with some uh, religious practice. I was able to clear away most of the um, putrefaction.
0: So you you were able to cleanse the crystal, the infection?
4: I, I believe so. I believe we had uh, completed the task entirely. This is, uh, well, for me and my companions, this is the first time it has been brought up again.
0: They start rooting through their pockets. Do you guys do anything first off at the proclamation of this?
4: Hypothetically. If we
3: killed an infected person and just kind of buried them hastily with a capital H. Is there any like <laughs> risk of an outbreak from that? They stop immediately. Where? Whispering Lake, maybe. There's a in the in the cemetery there might be a very, very recently dug patch of
0: you watch them reach into their satchel and pull out a sphere made of something you can't quite tell it's magic but it looks like a barrier of energy you can't really see the inside of it very well cuz it's glowing with a white light and they kind of hold it up and rotate in a circle and you can hear a tink 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 it gets really hard as they point in roughly the direction of whispering lake where's whispering lake it is north of in in relation to here it's hard to i i I don't land hmm. very often, so I don't quite know exactly where I am northwest I want to say we
4: we followed the river uh to yeah. to um if we
0: took we traveled by boat they they're rotating again, not northwest north just do north I would say. They look at this kind of crystal and they or this orb and they put it back into the bag. I would say that whatever you've dealt with is likely not a problem. Oh, considering okay. what I'm detecting is in a different direction. That is good. And they continue to reach through their bag and they pull out um a piece of stone. Um it's carved with the same Did you weirdly say a pizza enough, stone? carved <laughs> a pizza stone. <laughs> no. Yes, a pizza stone. It's got a deep dish on it, Chicago style. Um, what are your preferred toppings? <laughs> goat <laughs> Okay. Um but now they pull out a, um a stone from their bag which is kind of carved to ha- have this um hmm, what shape is that? It's like a trapezoid with a big triangle on the bottom. A it's diamond, a
3: like a like a like the way you'd cut like a precious stone. Kind of.
0: Yeah, but like flat. Imagine, yeah, imagine a relief of that,
3: um, but like a two-dimensional version, almost like a
0: like like a heraldric shield or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they pull out this stone and they say, "Listen, that crystal you encountered." And they look to Thurbash. I am very surprised. Someone else on this planet was able to cleanse it. What's a planet? <laughs> Legit question. That's a that's a funny word. Uh. Anyway, who is the leader amongst you?
3: Point to Alaya. Ted, Ted thinks it's too obvious to bear comment on, so he's pretty shocked when everyone points to Alaya.
5: <laughs> the the spray bottle,
3: <laughs> and then he goes, "Oh uh, yeah, can't argue with that."
0: <laughs> Alaya, this this person motions the the piece of stone to you. If you encounter any more of that crystal, the same way you found me before, you can use this to find me again, Alaya. What
1: does that mean? I just, I take the, I sleep with the crystal? With the stone?
3: You just got somebody's number.
1: <laughs> vaguely,
3: <laughs> vaguely,
0: yes.
1: Okay. Um, you know, Edward this is a lot of pressure. On. Can we talk about the leader position again? I don't know why, why?
0: You, you have the spray bottle.
1: <sighs> You're right. This is a burden I
0: must bear. If there if there is another infection due north, I have to go deal with it. But Do any of you have any food? Uh this body is wearing thin.
4: Yeah. I do we have food? I have I'm gonna take I my pack food. off my back and pull out I'll pull out two rations of two two day rations. I have a I have a bunch of rations, so I'm gonna pull out Two days worth of and hand it over.
0: Thank you. Kindly.
4: <gasps> Where's Toobarry?
0: <laughs>
3: Everybody do a pocket check. <laughs> Definitely was. Or I'm not allowed to carry him anymore. That's canon. You, you'll squish him. <laughs> no, you'll switch bodies with him again.
1: No, no. A 19. I can got...
0: Where's the turtle?
1: Last I saw the turtle, the turtle was a... Uh... I want to drink some water from the
0: thing. He was okay. You find, Alea. you find Two-Berry tucked into one of your pockets. Okay.
1: He's
5: you gonna... reach
0: in and you feel his little hands touch your fingers and he's-
1: Oh. Aww, that's so cute. Okay.
0: What does Two-Berry think of this stranger? He needs to
3: undergo the trial of the berries.
1: I'll put Two-Berry out of my pocket.
3: He's the, he's the most accurate judge of character in our entire band. Everyone else is either too suspicious or too trusting.
0: <laughs> um, he's going oh, oh, and shaking his little hands like up in the air. Like he does he looks happier. Okay. Yeah, like he just don't care. Tuberry just don't care.
1: <laughs> he's vibing. Okay.
0: <laughs> he's vibing. <laughs> Vibe check from berry <clears throat> Okay. Um so Leia, like, I guess I assume you take this stone piece? Yes. I will if you do not mind and have no further questions from me. Thank you for your help, at least the food. That will, help. that will allow me to reach Whispering Lake pretty quickly without dying.
4: You're quite welcome.
5: How are you going to travel now with your ship down, I guess?
0: I have methods. They're expensive, but I have methods.
3: Does anybody have any comment? I mean, we've well, just been walking, right? It's not like I'm going to be like uh, this jump.
0: Yeah, you basically (laughs) took a you basically took a a boat down there.
3: Tedward wishes he had methods, he's not gonna say
4: anything.
5: Haley believes him, Haley trusts.
4: Well, I guess we should be going then.
0: I do require request one thing.
4: And that is Do
0: you agree they look at you, Haley? To not speak that title ever again. They look at you pointedly.
5: What's wrong with your title?
0: What'd you say, Halei? What's wrong with your title? There is nothing wrong with it. At this point, I assume you know who I am. It's that if individuals happen to know that I was traveling on foot, my life could become very dangerous. Very quickly. Fair enough. Do all of you agree to not speak it again? I mean, frankly, no. Ever again is a long time.
3: But I'm not gonna go, like, flapping my jaws, don't worry. I'm discreet.
4: I I still don't really understand who you are, but I won't speak of
0: it. Hmm, how would they cement this?
1: I got a spray bottle.
0: We'll swear on (laughs) Two-Berry.
4: Here comes the contract.
1: Oh god, another contract!
0: Can I have everyone here roll a charisma saving throw? Oh boy. (laughs) <laughs> Luck
3: be a lady. I got an eighteen.
0: Oh.
4: Eighteen.
5: Uh, natural 20, 23 overall.
0: Yeah, Holy no. shit! What the fuck? <laughs> I rolled a
4: seven. <laughs>
0: oh no. Okay. Let me roll one for Rose. I rolled a natural one. Um. None of you notice anything weird. Haley, you feel a warmth around you for a brief moment, and then it recedes. Wow. <laughs> we just got magicked. Oh, I must I must be on my way, thank you so much, and they're quickly starting to back up.
3: Tedward's gonna give him he's gonna do a little bit of a um uh, a field test here. He's gonna try to say last
0: bastion. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um Bast Lastion. Um, you open your mouth and try to speak it. And all of you hear a language none of you can understand. El bastión último. <laughs> <laughs> it's Spanish. Oh my God! <laughs> like Earth Spanish. <laughs> um, as you say this, you see the this this person Arunya smile, and then just their their form warbles as they vanish from your sight. i ought
3: to call you the last bastard.
0: As you, uh, oh, he's the last bastard. <laughs> <laughs> hey Lay. The weird part, everyone else heard a- he spoke in a language no one could understand. Hele, you could understand it. Ha.
3: What language was it, what? just for my edification? Um
0: I will not tell you that for now. Presumably not Spanish. It was Dutch. Presumably not Spanish, yeah. It was French. As the last bastion fades from our sight, the nervous banter of our adventuring party punctuates this strange stream-side encounter. They begin to pack up their things, and our sight settles on Rose. In this early morning light, we can see the color dim from her eyes for a fleeting moment. In the morning sun, her tan face wrinkles with concern. Then, as if nothing happened, the color returns vibrant as the morning sun, but her look of concern remains. Oh good, they they made it back all right. she thinks to herself. She looks toward her wards and with a reassuring glance she sees that nothing seems awry with them. To herself she thinks, Heavens, I really need to get some coffee. I don't even remember, how long have I been standing here mucking about? With no memory of Uriel. She calls out to our party as they gather up their things. Alright, we got a long way to go to the crossroads, come on. Then our party rallies together and the world around us dissolves into the dancing ethereal light of the plane of dream. Here, our adventurers arrive with spectral hues, their forms dancing to the unheard melody of the dreamscape. Rose turns her back to us and begins to walk into the forest beyond towards the river. Though, between her shoulders, a strange glowing light pierces the back of her neck, her form run through by the blade of an ancient warrior. She continues on, and our adventurers pass as well. Though, Hele is unmarred, Tedward, Thurbash, and Elea calmly pass by. Each with a spectral blade plunged into the back of their neck, run through by the curse of Uriel, the only remaining protector of Esperon, the last bastion against Taneris, and the fury of the stars. Hey everybody, and thanks for sticking around. We're finally back to the frontier story with these goofy adventurers. Man, I bet that NPC isn't going to show up again. Yeah, who are we kidding? I am really excited for this arc of the show. It's going to be a bit less goal-oriented like the two previous arcs, but I've been speaking with Heile's player, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be very centered on him and learning more about the magic that he wields. We're also going to be unveiling a new system of magic that we're going to work together to build, and Heile will probably be using. It's custom-built for Aspera, and so buckle up. It's going to be fun. Anyways, our songs and ambient music for this episode are features from Kevin McLeod and Sword Coast Soundscape, respectively, which you can find in our episode description and on Bandcamp. Anyways, stay safe and see you soon. So at that moment, I want to take a quick break. I got to use the restroom. I'm gonna kill the recording and then reboot a new one. Okay. Oh my God,
4: that could have ended
0: so much worse than it actually did. <laughs> yeah, I could have killed that
4: guy oh with my, my flying headbutt. You could have killed him. He could have murdered us. We could have been. Would it have
3: been murder though? Because I feel like it would have been self-defense. We we would have been smoted. Smitten.
4: Smitten with... (laughs) Smitten. Smitten. Oh, my God. That's just bad. It's just bad. But I guess we're okay, because we lived... We have a a now consistent curse placed upon us where we can never speak that title.
3: Yeah, man. How much magic... like. In, in a D and D fantasy universe, how much, how many enchantments do you think you can have on you before you start to get essentially like cancer? Because like this, this has got to be the in-universe equivalent of just like running through a microwave every once in a while.
5: <laughs> Depends. I mean, are any of them trying to heal you?
3: Yeah, like, the healing magic is working too well. <laughs> you look at my left arm; it's like massive. <laughs>
4: That just that just makes me think like in fantasy universe, there's things like pre-existing enchantments. <laughs> when you're filling out your insurance form. Do you have any?